Welcome back to um, another episode of Katie Fycast. Um, I, I'm your host, Randy, and I'm so excited to be welcoming our two interns this fall, Dean and Aaron. They'll be working with me this fall, and we hope to continue bringing enriching podcast topics to our sisters nationwide. Thank you for the welcome. I'm so excited to be here and to be your intern. A little bit about myself. I'm Dean. I crossed Spring 20 and UVA Sigma chapter. I am from Singapore and I have a YouTube channel. And something more relevant for today is I am terrified of anything vaguely spooky. So this episode is going to be interesting. Hello, I'm Erin. I'm Randy's second intern, and I crossed Spring 19 at the Associate Chapter of UNC Chapel Hill. I am a third-generation Korean-American. Uh, some of my hobbies outside of KD5 include Model United Nations and educational podcasts, so I was really excited to get onto this project. Something that's a little more topical for today is that I am obsessed with cooking, and I love watching food documentaries. Ooh, this will be so interesting. I love to eat, but I can't cook very well. So uh, today we wanted to take a moment and we wanted to be grateful for just, you know, being here, even though fall 2020 has probably been one of the most stressful moments of this year. I'm sure you guys can agree um, with school, um, holidays, travel coming up and just worrying about the pandemic in general. I'm sure you guys are all feeling stressed out. So uh, we wanted to kick it off with, uh, since Halloween's just around the corner, some of our favorite Halloween movies, shows, or books. But as Dean said, um, fair warning, we are not into the horror <laughs> genre. <laughs> uh, so our suggestions might be really limited. I myself, I enjoy all types of thriller books. I love audiobooks. Um, and I really like, uh, kind of thriller, um, psychological dramas. So if any of our sisters out there, like the TV show, you, I really suggest this author, Peter Swanson. And I recently finished, um, a thriller book titled the escape room. And it was really entertaining. Have you guys ever done an escape room? I personally have not. What about you, Dean? I wish I'd done one. Uh, personally, I haven't either. Yeah, there's one on my college campus that like is a business. And so they do escape rooms for students. But alas. <laughs> okay, well, you guys definitely have to try it. I am. I don't know. I'm not so good <laughs> at it. It's I'm like a 50% success rate. But they're really fun. And this book uh, was about basically a horror type escape room, but it wasn't the typical horror story. There was a lot of interesting details. So I really suggest that for this season, it'll be good. Um, I don't know, for those who like to read to take a break. How about you ladies? If you like psychological thriller, have you read the like manga Killing Stalking? Oh, I have not. In What's that one about? Okay, so it's a it's very disturbing um there is a lot of gore and you know the story is kind of rough so just like fair warning for anyone interested in watching or reading it but I mean this guy gets kidnapped and it's basically about like his journey and like his Stockholm syndrome um it's sort of about like the mental illness it's not necessarily like a happy ending Ooh, so that reminds me, um, have you guys seen uh, 
I was just never land, that. But, oh god, that is like a level of gore. Like that's the Mexican <laughs> gore that I can't tolerate. <laughs> honestly, that one's really creepy, right? I think uh, so. If any sisters out there are looking for a creepy anime, we could suggest that one. Promise Neverland. It's definitely not what you think. So give it, give it fifteen minutes. <laughs> no, everyone was like recommending the Promise Neverland to me, and I was like, I don't want to watch it on my own. <laughs> definitely watch it with a friend. Oh, now I'm scared. (laughs) Halloween always brings either, it seems that people really like Halloween or they're like us. We're more scared of Halloween movies. Uh, But one thing we do really all like about Halloween, I don't know about you guys, but I really like all the candy and all the candy deals there are, even right after. Um, And Erin watches food documentaries. So I'm sure she's excited for this Halloween, uh, this fall season coming up. I feel that, uh, all of our diets just go right out the window and uh, we put on that especially me I put on I don't know a winter <laughs> coat of slab not the winter coat <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean I personally kind of like try to stay away from diet culture as much as possible I feel like that's just sort of something that I have had to like deal with not like too much personally but I would just like want to have a healthy relationship with food and I feel like fall is sort of like a really great time to do that because there's so much like comforting food tons of soups tons of stews that are like very hearty and like make you feel really good when it's cold and like wet outside so true like it's so nice to just like drink warm soup when it's cold Mm. what's your favorite soups like what what do you think of when you're like I want something really warm and it's raining outside minestrone soup is that how you pronounce it yeah, I don't know if that's like fall specific. That's a very yeah. hearty soup, so I think it would be great for the um, fall. I just moved to Michigan, so I don't know. I feel like I drink soup every day. Uh, mm. Pho, like the the Vietnamese noodle pho, that has become a a weekly mm. uh, food choice of mine, and I I just uh, keep drinking the soup because I think it's so good. Yeah, How I've been you, making Aaron? a lot of miso soup lately because, like, I'm trying not to do take the takeout, like, too often. And miso is one of the soups I can actually confidently make at home. So I'm like, all right. <laughs> oh, nice. Um, so what what do you put in um, your miso I soup? use, like, anchovy stock packets uh, from H Mart, which is not traditional, but, you know, it is what it is. And so once I have made anchovy stock, I will put in a lot of miso and some uh, silken tofu and Korean spring onions. And it's just like chef's kiss. That is making me hungry. Nice. Wow. (laughs) I actually drink like powdered miso soup. Like I'm so basic. I don't know how to make it on my own. Oh, girl, these food documentaries, they really raise your standard for, like, what you're eating. Nice. Do you have, like, a favorite food documentary or, like, a recommendation? Yes. So there's actually um, these two documentary, like, series, basically, that I watch. One of them is from Samin, I want to say, Nasara, and it's called Salt, Fat, Acid, Heat. And so each episode is, like, dedicated to an aspect of flavor, and they really delve into it using a lot of, like, case studies. Uh, so that's one, that one's really good. The second documentary series is called Cooked, and it's hosted by Michael Pollan, who is, like, this really big author in the food um, sort of, like, holistic industry say and it's 
talks about like earth, fire, water, air in terms of how they relate to food. And so it's just really fascinating to see how all of this like originated in human history. That is so interesting. Like, I think I saw um, the first one, like, Salt, Fat, Acid on Netflix, and it looked interesting, but now I'm actually going to watch it. Yay! <laughs> uh, food is always a good thing that brings For sure. us all together. And so uh, I, I think that's part of why I really like fall. You think about all the um, family gatherings you have, and sometimes that can be crazy times. But it's always a good time for us to unwind and relax. On that note, uh, since both Dean and Aaron are active, we wanted to kind of talk about how we can get our active sisters and alumni sisters uh, to find a way to reconnect. I know that nationwide, we alumni may feel a bit of a disconnect from our active sisters today, but... um, you know, what better way to find tips than from those sisters who are active now? Today, we were hoping to cover some, what are some of the ways that alumni might be better able to uh, reach out and kind of bridge that disconnect. Yeah, so I think that's like really topical and is a great question for like right now, especially because like we are in this virtual environment, which, you know, does suck, but it does help because not not a lot of alums like tend to stay in the area like once they graduate. And I feel like one, a couple of things that our chapter has Mm -hmm. done is we have like a Facebook group for all actives and alums. And we also have a Discord um, that we are trying to utilize more to get people involved for things such as like movie nights, um, like casual hangouts among us, things like that. And so I think those are all like really easy and like sort of low effort ways to like, stay in contact in addition to like traditional mm-hmm. workshops, uh, CAAs, like chapter alumni associations, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, that's a really good suggestion, Erin. I think that sometimes this older alumni, I know I do, I struggle with all the different types of social media and you know what it is that Active House really uses. So that would be really useful if Active House, you know, like sent out specific an email or you know a group chat or whatever it is to their alumni and be like hey we're gonna be active on on this uh platform and that's a good way to just kind of casually make those um conversations happen i know because you guys's active activities keep you very busy i'm sure and um as alumni, sometimes we forget and get really excited and just really want to be involved with all of it. Uh, yeah, Dean, I was just thinking you, of like what Erin said about Among Us. And I think that's such a great opportunity since that since it's blowing up right now. Um, I think it's a good way to like get alumni involved at like a surface level first before maybe getting them to like commit to more intense activities I guess but like something that I'm really excited for uh, my chapter at least is that we're having our alumni hangout in a couple weeks and that's when a lot of the alum are coming back we're going to have a zoom gathering Mm -hmm. and that's something that's really exciting and I'm really looking forward to that yeah that's like I absolutely love that by the way that sounds so cute but talking about zoom actually reminded me so our chapter last month we hosted the first ever um, mid-atlantic sisterhood retreat and Massar. And so for that, we tapped into our chapter alums and it was super great to like see some of them and like hear what they had to say. So, and some of them were more familiar to me than others. And so I was like excited to 
like hear their wisdom basically and see what advice they had for us. Mm-hmm. Um, Aaron, you make a really good point about sharing uh, their stories or, you know, like war stories or their wisdom. Uh, do you think that uh, for actives, they find their alumni unapproachable or, you know, perhaps they think, oh, we don't want to bother them or, you know, what, what can alumni do to normalize the relationship, make it to where, you know, actives want to actively seek out any type of advice? Because like you said, they're, they're, they do, they have gone through most of what you guys might be facing, but in a different time. Yeah, so I think it's like crazy think? to think about like, over time, how much stuff has changed while other stuff has stayed the same and so it's really fascinating um to see how alumni and like actives react to it in comparison um i think one thing that helps a lot is maintaining relationships with like their lineage so like a lot of the people that we talked for mass are for example uh-huh. um they're like g littles and like you know family line they were like oh i know this person who works in this mm-hmm. industry and does xyz thing i think there definitely is an element of like yeah. we are you know, afraid to bother them because we're like, oh, no, they have, like, families sometimes. Like, maybe they live across the country or across the world. Uh Like, uh, what if they are too busy? And so I think there is, like, the actors also need to just, like, send emails, basically, or Facebook messages. Like, I had to reach out to, um, Mm -hmm. I believe, a fall... 12 alum I want to say um I'm very sorry if I get this crossing semester wrong Mm -hmm. but uh she uh, I had to talk to her (laughs) as my role of treasurer basically and she was like so willing to like help and I was it's just like demystified a lot of the suspense for me I guess (laughs) oh wow that was definitely a a a shot to my heart hearing Aaron say fall 12 (laughs) I don't even want to announce when I cross now um but I think Aaron brings up a really good point about alumni. Uh, we it probably goes both ways. You know, we don't want to bother the actives. The actives don't want to bother us. But really, we should really just you know not be afraid to politely send a message of any sort to say, hey, you know, I really want to connect on whatever issue it may be, um, because it sounds like uh, communication maybe not quite clear. Um, so I, I think those are really good advice for us alumni to think about, especially for me. I know that uh, past my my little, maybe my grand littles, I, I have not done a good job on keeping up with. So that is a really great place to start, I think. Especially yeah, with your lineage, uh, yeah. Like I Aaron think said. also like connecting on Slack is a good way because uh, what happens for my chapter is that Whenever there's maybe like a discount code or something, an alumni would just pop it into the chat or if they have clothes that they kind of want to like give away. It's like a very like minimal connection, but it's still there. And I think it really helps to kind of make it less or like demystifying it as Aaron said. Um, because sometimes the alumni, they definitely feel like an invisible force and we're not really sure how to like engage with them. So it's really cool to just see their presence digitally sometimes. Dean, I think you make a really good suggestion, especially with uh, passing down like clothing choices. Oh my god, letters are expensive. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) I mean, I I love repping KD five, but letters are expensive. So, um, and you you can't just give it to random people. You have to, you know, um, 
either give it to another sister or, you know, cut those poor babies up. But who would want to do that? Who would want to do that? Um, so I think that's, that's a really good suggestion. I know as an active, I'd be really excited if my alumni, because a lot of stuff, you know, we don't even wear that often. Um, I, I know even now I'm, I see the new actives and their hoodies and you guys is very creative on your prints. But when I always see them, I'm like, man, those are so nice. But you know, when you get older, you, you probably don't want to be wearing your Burberry letter print. I'm screaming. Um, to your job, <laughs> or, you know, like those, <laughs> those cute little flowers, but, but they're awesome for undergrad. And honestly, I'm a little, I'm, I'm not a little, I'm very jealous of how creative you guys. Yeah. Are I think that me. social media, sorry, a little bit of a tangent. I think that social media has definitely like helped the letters industry, I guess, quote unquote, expand dramatically. <laughs> um, I've definitely tagged my yeah. big in posts and been like, wow, this print sure is cute. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I, I'm, uh, my line sister and I often see, like, we'll send each other all these cute paddles you guys are making, and um, line jacket creations and sweater creations, and both of us always say, man, these actives are ballin'. I mean, we just count, you guys, because, uh, you know, letters usually go by uh, the number of letters by for how much everything goes for. I just feel like the gist of it is, is that, you know, actives and alumni both just need to communicate with each other more, establish what platform this communication is going to take place on, and also try to maintain and adapt uh, expectations for each other as time sort of goes on and newer and younger sisters are inducted, even as people continue to graduate into alumni status thank you so much for listening in it was great just having this conversation um and we look forward to meeting you alum through this podcast love and friendship dean thanks for hosting us it's been great love and friendship erin thank you again for listening to our katie Ficast. cast dean erin and i hope this episode gives the actives and alumni some ideas to connect. We also hope you gathered some food inspiration. And of course, our not so spooky books, movies, and TV show suggestions. And as always, if you have a sister you would like to nominate for the podcast, please send me an email at development at akfi.alum.org. Also, don't forget to give Dean's YouTube channel a follow and Aaron's Instagram a follow. Their details will be listed in our podcast description. Until next time.